plates ready? This is Food School, Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Want to feel amazing? Love the way you look in the mirror and perform your absolute best in the gym, at work, and in, be- well, in life? You're definitely in the right place. Food. It's you. It builds every single cell of you. And if there is one thing every human being must master, it's food. Because at the very least, eating, you do it every day, several times a day, every single day. You might as well get good at it. I'm your host, Angela Sharina from Create Yourself Dead Today, your personal nutritionist and plate watcher, your diet guide and explorer, your fat loss coach and food inspector, and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion and obsession and curiosity for healthy food, healthy diets, nutrition, optimized human performance, everything and absolutely anything you put in your grocery shopping cart, your fridge, on your plate, and in your mouth. It's my business. Food School, on a mission to help you eat better daily. It's the last time I talk about food. It's the last time I talk about food. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Podcast. How did you like yesterday's episode about habits? Did you start writing down the habits that waste your time or the habits that harm you in some way and harm your goals and you want to get rid of? Did you? If not, check back the episode yesterday and start writing down the habits that can destroy your life so you can eliminate them and substitute for better ones, the ones that actually serve you. But today is Tuesday and we will be talking every Tuesday about some science, things that I've learned um, over the weeks, things that I'm learning, things that you can apply to um, make your health, make your fitness, make your um, everything, make in your life, make it better. Just small little pieces of science and practical advice that you're probably not going to hear on the news or in the major nutrition, lifestyle, diet, magazines, newspapers, and um, online threads. So today, first, a piece from Dr. Jason Fung that I read yesterday, actually, uh, on Medium, Fasting, Longevity, and the Mitochondrial Connection. Mitochondria, actually, if you don't know yet, it's the energy-producing plant of our cells. It's what helps a lot. It's a major player in transforming everything that we get in our body, uh, food, any kind of nutrition into usable energy. Of course, it uses such things as oxygen too, but that's not the point. So I'm huge into fasting. Uh, Just recently got into it, really got into it, intermittent fasting and longer fast. Like, for example, right now I'm doing a three-day fast to improve exactly my mitochondria function because the better our engine works, the better energy producing plant of our cells work, the more energy we have, the better our health is. And actually, there is even a whole theory that most of the diseases are 
energy lack diseases, meaning your body just doesn't have enough for some reason, either because of some dysfunction of that mitochondria, energy producing plant of your cells, or for some other reason, your body just doesn't have enough energy to support the health of your vital organs. And that's why basically you die. Everything breaks down over time. And at the end, we all die. But <laughs> that's on a set note. Let's talk about mitochondria, energy-producing plant of our cells, and um, I'm going to read you from short passage from this Medium article by Dr. Jason Funk, who is the guy, the fasting guy. He also wrote a book, The Ultimate Guide to Fasting. And fasting, guys, it can improve almost every every function of your body. So, And you don't have to fast for days. Again, you can just do intermittent fasting and fast a little bit every day. And that accumulates into a huge thing, as we talked yesterday. Whatever we do consistently, even a small thing, going to produce remarkable changes. So, mitochondria. We have defined diseases for every level except the subcellular organelle level or basically the level of organs of our cells, guys. Is it possible that organelles or organs of our cells never become diseased? That hardly seems possible. At every level, things can go wrong, and the organelles are no different. Increasing attention is being paid to mitochondrial dysfunction as a contributor to many chronic diseases because these organelles lie at the crossroads of sensing and integrating cues from the environment to trigger adaptive and and compensatory (laughs) cellular responses. Basically, guys, uh, mitochondria sense what's going on outside, uh, how much energy you have, what kind of nutrients are available to you, what kind of lifestyle you do, and it translates it uh, into signals to other parts of the cells, to cell in the whole, to different biochemical reactions that are happening in your body to adapt at the best to what's happening in the outside. So that's why one of the reasons why they're very important, your mitochondria. Mitochondrial disease seems seems to be linked to many of the diseases of excessive growth, including Alzheimer's disease and cancer that are, as we know, on the rise right now. This makes sense because mitochondria are the power producers of the cells. Consider an engine, your car's power producer. What part of the car breaks down the most often? Usually, it is the part that has the most moving parts, is the most complex, and does the most work. So the engine requires constant maintenance in order to run acceptably. By contrast, a part of the car that is not complex, gets no usage, and has no moving parts like the back seat cushion, requires little maintenance and almost never breaks down. You Change the oil every few months, but don't worry about the backseat cushion much. Mitochondria are your cells' little engines, and are just as prone to break down as another part. Keeping mitochondria functioning well may be a hidden key to good health. Basically, what it's saying is... You might be worrying, you know, about the health of your organs or some body parts or just not feeling well, but it might be as simple as the organs the energy-producing part of your cell is just not functioning well because of your lifestyle that doesn't, uh, that doesn't, that is not friendly to that organ. For example, if you're not getting enough natural light or you're always getting some artificial light that is not full spectrum, or for example, when you're eating and uh, consuming too much energy, that also makes your mitochondria function worse because too much is not good. 
the balance is good. That's why fasting is so amazing, because you eat food, you consume energy, and then you don't have any, you don't consume energy, and that balances out the work of your mitochondria, because every energy plant, every complex machine, even if it's biological machine, it needs the periods of work and rest. And if you don't want something to break down, you want to give that rest and repair time. And with us eating all the time and eating so many more hours than we used to, because fasting was actually very common before Industrial Revolution, we didn't have food available all the time. And we kind of did fasting naturally with all the food available now and most people are having access to a lot of food all the time it's just not happening and that's why a lot of scientists believe that that can be the reason why there are so many diseases just because your mitochondria is so overstuffed that uh, it doesn't get enough rest and as any machine it just breaks down faster because of too much work. That's why fasting is so essential. So guys, what you want to like take away from this is start fasting. Get this book. Uh, I'm going to post the link in the show notes, Ultimate Guide to Fasting, and uh, start fasting. It's going to really improve everything that you do, like how your organs work, how you feel, how much energy you have on a daily basis. And it seems counterintuitive that you're going to fast and you're going to get more energy, but that's exactly what's going to happen. So this is my day number two that I'm fasting. As you can hear, I'm not dying and I'm actually going to do a weight workout uh, in a couple of hours. So you actually feel like you have more energy because your mitochondria gets more efficient with energy. It's not overloaded with work because you're not consuming a bunch of stuff. And plus, fasting makes you create more mitochondria. Plus, weight training does that too. So training combined with fasting, of course, you don't want to go too intense. That can also overload your mitochondria. But weight training combined with fasting going to produce better mitochondria, going to kill the dysfunctioning mitochondria, and going to create more mitochondria. And that actually means more energy for you. So start fasting, start taking care of your cells on subcellular level, basically of organs of your cells. Hope that wasn't too scientific and too boring. Guys, uh, another piece of information that I'm learning, I'm taking this course uh, about how to create the best personalized weight loss program for people. And so yesterday I've learned about um, ideal weight for um, men and female uh, using uh, one formula. I'm not going to bother you with um, some boring names of that. But that ideal weight is the weight that you shouldn't go beyond and you shouldn't be worried about losing more weight than that ideal number. And that's actually pretty accurate based on my uh, own experience. And then also you want to figure out your stable weight, the weight that uh, you go back to if you don't diet, if you don't do anything special, kind of your weight set point. And plus minus 10 pounds of that weight usually is okay number for you to hit. Uh, depends how you feel. It In this program, they also really stress it out that um, how you feel mentally, emotionally, and physically, uh, what your, you know, tasks say, like, are you healthy? Are you not healthy? That's going to define your ideal weight, not some fat percentage, because some people with more fat can feel amazing and have amazing health. Some people with less fat can feel sick and just not perform well mentally and physically. But anyway, ideal weight formula that is really simple. If you're a man, then 
for every five inches, or no, for every five feet, you get 106 pounds. So 106 pounds for every five feet of your height. And then for every inch, add to that six pounds. So for example, if you are, let's say, 166 pounds, man. And so 106, one, no, <laughs> if you're 510 height, so for five feet, you get 106 pounds, and then you get 10 inches plus, so 10 multiplied by 6, that's going to give you 60, so 116 or 106 pounds plus 60, 60, I'm going to pause the um, formula in the show notes too, so 106 plus 60 going to be 166, and this weight you shouldn't go below, usually, unless, of course, I don't know, you're getting ready for a competition, it's a special case or something, but that's for a normal, healthy individual, that is, uh, that is a good number to be around, uh, you don't want to go below necessarily, and you want to compare it to your stable weight, and be probably somewhere in the middle, so... For female, it's 100 pounds for every 5 feet, and then you add 5 pounds for every inch. So, for example, in my case, I'm 5, I'm five feet 5 inches, so for 5 feet, I add 100 pounds, uh, 5 inches multiplied by 5, that's going to give me another 50 mm, Um yeah, 5 pounds multiplied by 5, so that's going to be 25, so that's going to be 125 pounds, so my ideal weight, 125 pounds, and that's actually where I tend to be around if I don't do much dieting, but just eat healthy and exercise regularly, so um, that's the formula for your ideal weight, figuring it out, um, so basically, again, you're figuring out your ideal weight according to this formula, that's kind of the lowest weight, and then you, f you remember what's your stable weight when you don't going through any weight gain or weight loss phase, and where you tend to go back without dieting or doing any special efforts to lose weight or anything like that, so that is your stable weight, and your ideal ideal weight probably is somewhere in between, if you're um, a human being, uh, just want to be healthy, fit, not getting ready for a special competition or anything like that, so that's it, guys. To recap, start fasting to start caring about your health on a cellular level. Fasting will give your energy-producing plants needed a rest and restart, and you're going to make your energy-producing plants more efficient and effective. So, Ultimate Guide to Fasting the show, uh, is going to be in the show notes. That, and if you're trying to lose weight, First, you need to figure out what is the number of your ideal weight to shoot for, and not some subjective number, but actually objective number that is proven to be a good number for many scientists who study weight loss and uh, people's uh, weights. So also check out in the show notes the formula to figure out your ideal body weight and figure out your stable body weight and your ideal ideal body weight should be somewhere in between. So... Let me know how you like this episode, guys. I hope you found something interesting, something you can use, and you can show your smarts uh, with a conversation with your nutrition and fitness 
friends. <laughs> Tomorrow we will be talking about uh, a book that I'm uh, researching this week and I decided to share with you. So Wednesday going to be our book day. And again, going to be practical takeaways. So stay tuned tomorrow for a book study. Thank you for tuning in, guys. I love you all. And as always, till next time, eat better daily.